Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You... This is the hard part of being a successful entrepreneur, in my opinion, is to be able to distinguish between feedback and noise. Welcome to The Entrepreneurial You, the podcast for passionate and dedicated entrepreneurs and wannabe entrepreneurs who are seeking inspiration. I'm your host, Henika Watkins-Porto. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia. My peak performers, are you looking for a space that fosters a peaceful and productive environment for writing and multifaceted creative expression? Then, Bookophilia is the place to be. Psst, can you keep a secret? Something very exciting is coming soon. We are in the middle of planning one of the best virtual conferences and expos in history. It's going to be in September. So stay tuned for more info coming soon. So be sure to check out the Entrepreneurial You Facebook group and keep checking hennekawatkisporter.com for updates. Leave me a voicemail also on the website. Just click on the tab to the middle right of the screen or you may just send me an email at hennekawatkisporter.com. You may just get a special shout out. Who knows? Today's guest is co-founder of Sway. He mentors at Google Campus in Tel Aviv to startups with growth and go-to-market strategy as part of the Google Launchpad program. He specializes in system engineering, growth hacking, and data analysis with over 10 years experience working in telecom and startup companies, as well as serving in the prestigious IDF Unit 8200, an elite intelligence unit, which has spawned many successful high-tech entrepreneurs over the years. He lives in Tel Aviv, Israel. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome to the Entrepreneurial You, Lior Degani. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's my absolute pleasure. Of course, before I get into the interview, I normally start with a fun question. And here's the fun question for you. Would you rather be a giant rodent or a tiny elephant? <laughs> Oh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a funny question and a good one. I would probably go with a giant rodent, I guess. <laughs> okay, so a small thing making a big impact. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, so I'd rather be big among the people around me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get you. All right, so I need to know from you before we get into our conversation. I need to find out from you where do you frequent on social media, and so give us that contact, that handle that you frequent. So I use I use uh, several networks, obviously, like all of us do. But uh, probably the best uh, one would be Twitter, uh, which is my favorite, uh, and you can find me there at I uh, have my handle at Leo Degani L I O R D E G A N I. Um, I follow a lot of things there, not specific topics, not necessarily tech. I uh, actually like sports as well and politics and Wall Street, so lots of uh, stuff to talk about. 
Okay. Thank you for sharing that with us. So let's head into um, the conversation a bit more and find out from you. What is it like in, 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 in Israel? It's so nice to be talking to you right now. I'm talking to you from Jamaica and you're in Israel. What is it like? Uh, it's actually, I mean, Israel is special. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to visit Israel. Not yet. Uh, it's a, basically a tiny, tiny country uh, in the Middle East, but we have a beautiful uh, beach all, ar- all around the country. The weather is amazing. Right? It's starting to get really, really hot in these days. I'm still, I'm still getting used to it. Uh, and Tel Aviv is a really vibrant city where I live now. Um, so I recommend, I recommend you come and, and visit. It's an, an amazing place, really. I will. I will someday. I, I guarantee you that I will visit Israel. All right. So your company, Sway, tell us about the genesis of it and what it is that you do. So um, the, it's a somewhat a long story. I'll try to make it short. Um, around five years ago, I believe, or maybe six years ago, we uh, had uh, several ideas for a uh, very, very naive and basic startups uh, just me and my friends uh one of my main friend specifically was to work with in, in, in telecom companies um and we really tried to make a startup um around sort of like a business networking or something like that like a mobile app which was a very very naive uh idea and we basically did every single mistake any startup can make and i seriously i seriously mean it uh, there is no single mistake you shouldn't do in the startup playbook sort of saying uh, that we didn't do. Uh, and it took us a long time to understand all the mistakes that we, that we, that we made uh, to the fact that we kind of spent one year doing nothing at all and spent a lot of money in our, in our time. Somehow, um, luckily, I don't know how, until this day, we got um, to join an startup accelerator in Tel Aviv. They can, we kind of we pitched ourselves. They they uh, liked our idea. By then we were already three people. Uh, another friend joined us. Uh, they liked us. They thought the idea was stupid. So do so did we. And we started off our journey with no idea. Uh, just us and the three entrepreneurs uh, started joining the startup accelerator because we had no idea. We and we were part of the accelerator. We had some limited time that we want to take advantage of. Uh, we started off thinking of several ideas every day. We had a different idea for a startup, uh, and throughout those ideas, uh, where we tested them very quickly, every every few weeks, every few months, we tried different things, and some of them were like pretty, pretty pretty useful and pretty pretty successful on a on a small startup scale. Uh, we figured out that we uh, have a lot of difficulties marketing ourselves, and we don't have time for that, and we don't really know how to do it even, and we truly believe in content marketing. Uh, back then and and until this day. And anything around promoting ourselves and building communities around social media was super difficult for us. Um, So we took the challenge to build a tool for ourselves that will help us understand what our community and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn are engaging with and how can we share more interesting content for them to consume. Uh, So it was kind of like a content discovery concept for business purposes, for social media marketing. Uh, and while building it, we figured out this is actually a very good idea. We looked around. We asked some people that from the network in, in Tel Aviv uh, whether they would use such tool for their own business. 
uh, and whether they were willing, willing even to pay for it. Uh, and we got great feedback and we decided to ditch every other idea that we had and basically launch Sway. And this was the idea. The idea was to analyze your social profile as a, as a business mostly. Uh, every interaction and engagement uh, that your followers and fans are, are doing on, on your posts and provide you with more relevant content for you to engage with them accordingly. Uh, and we launched it uh, on a public beta on September 2013. Um, so it's almost four years now since we launched it. Um, that's that was the, the short story of how we came up with with basically b- b- building communities, yeah, based on content for, for social media managers. Yeah. All right. So what I want you to do is to also bring home a little more for our listeners here, our peak um, performance community. And give us an example of how to use the app that you guys have created, you and your other team, Lior. The idea was, again, uh, the, the app in, in, in its core was about uh, only connecting your, pro- your profiles, your social profiles. The, 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 the machine, the algorithm behind it will, 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 will crawl through all your posts and the engagement on the semantic level. Meaning, assuming you have a fashion business and you share a lot of content on social media and you get several posts are more successful than others, we are able to say, again, on a very semantic level, that specific articles about Paris or shoes or jewelry are more relevant to your specific audience and generate more uh, engagement. Engagement. And that is what we need. Um, All of us need when we share content. You know, we want persons, we want our followers, our fans, our customers to engage with us. Lear, you mentioned earlier that when you were starting, you made all the mistakes in the book <laughs> that the, the startup could ever make. And Every mistake. That, right. And I want you to, I want to spend some time on that because many times we enter the field of entrepreneurship with some sort of a naivety, you know, that, and, 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 we, and we see, we don't sometimes value mistakes. I want to learn from you. I, and I want our community members listening in to learn from you. What were some of those mistakes that you made in that very startup phase? Uh, I think I can touch on three main uh, mistakes that we did. I mean, there, there, there are probably more. I think the majority, uh, like the biggest negative impact uh, were from three main uh, mistakes. The first one, uh, not in particular order, they're all really bad. Uh, you, we didn't share with anyone uh, what, what was it we were doing. Uh, I don't know if it was we were afraid that someone would steal our idea, which is stupid by itself, but, but I don't know even if, if that was the reason. We just kept it to ourselves. We sat in a small room every day, all day, for a year, <laughs> uh, without telling anyone what we were doing. No, I actually, and I actually, Lior, sorry to interrupt you, but I actually just, for a moment there, envision you guys sitting, working on your product every day and withholding it, having it the best kept secret there is. Yeah, that, but, but you're right. That was exactly the way it was. Um, and it, it's hilarious today, I'm, I'm, and, I'm, and I definitely joke about it. And uh, as you mentioned, I mentor startups, uh, not only at Google, but other actually uh, different programs uh, in Israel from time to time. And I always, always hear the same mistakes people do, and I, and I catch it really early just because I did all of them. It's hard. It's hard when you're doing it only by yourself and you don't get feedback from people. Whatever feedback it is, get reaction from people or even just getting help from people. Everyone you can meet can help you. 
Uh, you should never be afraid, never, about someone stealing your idea because an idea, in my opinion, an idea means nothing. It's about execution. It's about the people behind the idea. So even if someone thinks, thinks your idea is great and they're going to do it themselves, which is, which rarely happens, but even, even still, you, if, you, if you believe in yourself, you'll do it better and, 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 and that's the way it should be. The second thing uh, we did, which is wrong, is we were looking to raise money uh, from, from VCs or angels like, like everyone does. And at the beginning, obviously, no one wanted to invest in us. And that totally, totally makes sense uh, looking at it back. Uh, but what we decided to do is spend money on our own and quit our jobs, uh, which although seems like a very brave uh, thing to do and it means that you really believe in your startup, uh, that's wrong. And that's wrong because you shouldn't. You shouldn't spend money on your idea, on sorry, on, on your startup, because it really gives you no other option to live. And I'm not talking about living rich life. I'm talking about actually to live. So it makes you more stressful. It makes you more dependent. It makes your your entire life spend shorter. You cannot you cannot spend more time on a startup if you need because you're always worried about money. And that shouldn't that basically couldn't work. The other thing is more from a financial perspective. Uh, when you are spending money from your own uh, pocket, there is no end to it. No, no matter how how much money you have, even if you're not rich, that's not the point at all. There is no budget. I spend whatever 20k, and that runs out. So I spend additional 20k because I still want to continue with my startup. I have no other option. And then I spend additional 20k, and you always spend more. When you have any investment from any uh, entity, it doesn't matter. So you know that you have $100,000, half a million dollars, whatever the number is, and this is your budget. And this is where you need to be at, um, uh, whatever, in, a, in a certain goals, certain times, uh, timetables, whatever. But it's all planned, and you know what you need to, to be doing in order to get there. Again, when you're spending your own money, it's like an endless uh, bank, although... In practice, you don't have money, and this is really wrong in terms of like building products and launching products. And this is why we never built a good product. This is one of the main reasons why we failed to build a good product. Uh, the third one will be, and that's pretty obvious today to a lot of people, but it wasn't, uh, at least not to us when we when we initially started building our our, our first startup. Uh, we wanted to build the best and most comprehensive product the world have ever seen which is completely against any basic idea of Lean Startup as, as we know it today. And, and it's very famous today. Uh, but when we started around 20, 2012 or something like that, uh, it wasn't there yet in terms of like everyone knows about the Lean Startup and MVPs, minimum viable products. It was a little bit earlier. And we just thought that if a product is not good enough, no one will use it. So we rather build the best product that we can, which is, again, com uh, com completely against any common sense today. When you try out something simple, the basic, the core of your product, you collect feedback from your users, you see if you can even get users. Maybe you cannot, and why would you uh, spend so much time and money on building the best feature if no one will ever use a product? So all those iterations kind of methodology, we completely missed that. We built a super complicated and... and, and probably useless product, uh, which took us more time and more money eventually. So those three, uh, for me, uh, I see it a lot. I see people that want to spend money on their own, 
which I'm highly against, uh, even if they have money that's not related to uh, your own personal financial status. Uh, don't ever keep your startup as a secret. Um, ever always share with people. I see entrepreneurs today; they always meet. They're happy to meet. They want to get feedback, and I'm super happy to see it. I wasn't like that, unfortunately. Uh, and do it quicker. The best thing about startups is the ability to move quick. Um, any company, even even a 50 people company or a 200 people company or 1,000 people company, doesn't matter. Every company has roles and teams and KPIs and quarters and they are slower. And the best thing that a startup can do is move super quick and relaunch features three times a day if you really want it. And this, this is what we did in Sway after we learned from our mistakes. Uh, and, th- and that's an advantage, actually. Although you're smaller, you're moving faster. Um, so uh, always s- launch fast, fail fast, iterate, etc. That's some amazing lessons that you've learned from your mistakes. So mistakes are not really failures. You know, you've learned from them. You've learned lessons. And now you're actually paying it forward. We're going to take a break right here to thank my sponsor. And then we come right back. When we come back, I want to talk to you about company being acquired by similar web peak performers success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book coffee and tea lovers creatives educators students and professionals who want ideas innovation and inspiration they have a variety of high quality books a cafe, events such as book launches, signings and art exhibitions, and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, tastes, and culture. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bookophilio. Welcome back. And we're talking with Lior Degani out of Tel Aviv, Israel. His company is Sway and has been acquired. His company has been acquired by Similar Web. Now, welcome back, Lior. Talk to us about that. Yeah, about how did that acquisition, how that acquisition took place? Uh, so, first of all, I'm similar web today uh, since, since, since acquisition and it's been two years almost since since we joined similar web here in Tel Aviv um, that was a, that was an um, interesting story interesting period um, after launching sway as I said September 20, uh, 2013 uh, we got uh, some great 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 reaction we didn't expect that. Uh, from 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 the media, from from users, uh, from from investors. I mean, we we initially it was it was amazing for us, and finally, after many years of hard work without any results, uh, we were able to get some um, interest. And obviously, there were challenges. Obviously, we worked really hard, and obviously, we didn't grow to, to be the biggest company in the world. Uh, but still, small steps of improvements every couple of months. Which which is uh, important. Uh, we played in a content discovery world, and we played with a social media uh, analytics world. This was a kind of like the world that we provided solution for, um, which raised interest from from several companies. I 
where we had the um, honor to talk with amazing companies, huge companies around the world about collaboration or maybe finding other ways to work together. And, and that was, that was a, an amazing time for us. So around a year or so, um, we had the opportunity and to learn from other companies and, co and consider our the next phases for us to grow personally and, and, and our technology as well. Um, wasn't easy. Wasn't easy to decide to stop what you're building as it is, enjoy a different company with a different uh, kind of different goals, obviously than what you you were building specifically. Uh, but we found a built an amazing partner uh, with similar web. Uh, the opportunity was amazing for us. Um, uh, so basically, not not talking specifically about technicalities and everything, just about. And as an entrepreneur, uh, we were looking at several directions, uh, but sometimes comes opportunity when you feel it's a perfect fit, and, and we really did found an amazing home that helped us uh, improve in any aspect. So as I said, it's already been two, two years since, and, 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 and it's proven to be super successful for us, how we kind of like merge into the organization here and, and, and grew with it. Um, similar web does uh, market intelligence, so we measure everything around that's happening on the digital world. Every uh, whatever visit it goes to any traffic and where the traffic is coming from, and how people are reacting on a certain website, uh, and, and basically provides you with all the knowledge you need to improve your market uh, strategy, your marketing strategy, or generally how to increase your market share. So this huge vision this company has was is was appealing to us in the beginning and is appealing to us today. Uh, so we really found a, a really interesting home to be at. All right. So you've gone through your startup phase, which, you know, uh, making all those mistakes to getting investment to having been acquired by another successful company and you are now similar web. Clearly, you would have learned a lot. And so you recognize the importance of paying it forward. And you're now mentoring at the Google campus. Now, share with us, with our community listening in, what is the role of the Google campus and what's your involvement there? So uh, Google campus is a campus uh, in Tel Aviv. I, I believe that they have several, several campuses around the world. Uh, we're basically they host different initiatives, different events, uh, mostly free for the startup community. Google is being super supportive, uh, obviously, as, as they always do. And one of these initiatives is the Google Launchpad program, where they bring in for an intensive week of, of, of training and mentorship startups from different programs um, uh, for one week in Tel Aviv, in the campus, and every day is about specific uh, topics such as product, AUX, uh, pitching, fundraising. I don't remember exactly all the, all the all the main topics over there, but but every day is, is tailored to some specific topic, and for each day they will bring uh, mentors from from that area. Um, just basically, kind of like a speed dating, thirty minutes, one hour meeting with the with the startups. Um, it's amazing. It happens every two months or so. If, if I'm not wrong, uh, as I said, there's one, uh, one full week. I participate in it specifically in the marketing day. And uh, it's amazing. Also, Oad, my co-founder from Sway, is participating in the product uh, day. So, and, and it's amazing. You meet 
amazing startups over there and and you kind of like meet them in different stages it's always exciting because there's nothing else there's nothing better than than starting up a company and and pursuing your dream so that's that's what's going on in google uh it's really is it really is a unique initiative that they run uh, I have the opportunity and, and, and I'm lucky enough to uh, participate in several startups programs. Um, other accelerators where usually accelerators ask for more mentorship from more people that did those mistakes and can help um, others. When I joined the startup accelerator in Tel Aviv, which uh, is called the Elevator, uh, we part of the program was that was to meet with mentors, and we had no idea what to do whatsoever. And some of the mentors that we've met are, are really good friends for, with us until this day, which is I'm talking about almost five years since we joined. Um, they're really, they're, they're, it's really almost impossible, in my opinion, to succeed without learning from other people who just did the mistakes before and 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 help you prevent those mistakes. I'm really trying, like you said, to pay it forward. Uh, it's not that I'm like um, the best person in the world. It's not coming from 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 that solely. It really is something that when you are growing in this community, in the startup community, uh, you're interested. It's fun. It's 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 exciting. You always meet startups. You always want to meet startups. I had the opportunity to um, uh, mentor startups for a longer period, not so not just like the speed dating where you can give them tips and, 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 and tell them your take on what to do next, but actually work with startups along an entire journey, like three or four months from taking an idea uh, to actually something they, they can uh, uh, take forward, like to pitch or to build or an MVP, etc., which was an amazing experience. I did, it with, I did it with two startups. Uh, highly recommend it to everyone. My question, my final question to you is, what is the the startup landscape like in Israel, in your city? You know, are you, what, what is the statistic in terms, even in terms of the percentage of failure? Because we know in Jamaica and in the region, well, generally the percentage of those, um, you know, startups that fail within the first two or three years of, of, of um, launching out is, is really high. What is that percentage like in in Tel Aviv? I can tell you that the majority of startups that I meet, uh, which is kind of like a qualitative understanding of the of the ecosystem, uh, won't even reach any initial stage of, let's say, investment where they can actually uh, get 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 you to the, to the next step where where you are uh, building a product and try to market it etc and get acquiring users most startups that I meet from the ones that do uh, obviously uh, they can keep their startups for two or three years maximum before they also fail um, sounds sounds super harsh but it, but I, I don't see it that way I mean uh, this is this is startup startup life. You you go for a journey. Only few uh, succeed. Um, us personally, we're lucky uh, enough to be acquired by by, by, by a great company. Uh, but it's but uh, uh, but you can look at it in different different ways. We wanted to build a, a huge company uh, on our own, and and we, this is something that we couldn't do. So every startup has has their own journey, and. Uh, Absolutely. The numbers are, are not in your favor to starting a startup. I think 
most of the entrepreneurs that I know which are successful today have failed before. I am not familiar with any one that did it on their first try. Maybe there is, I'm, I'm, I don't know, but I haven't met uh, anyone who were able to succeed on the first time. So this is kind of part of, so my, what I mean is, is basically failing in your startups is kind of like part of the process. Of, and, and what is, I, I said finally earlier, but I'm intrigued to know, know, know from you, what is the number one reason you believe that sta- these startups are failing? Losing focus. We, we got really affected by it. We did a lot of mistakes. Even in the in a su- more successful period of us, we lost focus several times because there are uh, different things that you hear, you meet with people. Like I said before, you need to meet with people, you need to get feedback, you need to learn from people. That is true. But the contradicted part, which still, this is the hard part of being a successful entrepreneur, in my opinion, is to be able to distinguish between feedback and noise. Because you can meet with someone who tells you, this is an amazing idea, but you should do this and that. You don't really value this person and value their opinion. Uh, so you kind of like change your idea. Because you can, because you're a small company and you can change your idea or pivot it a little bit. But you cannot do it every other week or every other year even. Uh, you need to be able to be vibrant, to be quick, to to react to, to, to changes, but never lose focus. Never lose focus. I think that's a good point for us to end on. And this point, I'm going to ask you, Lyra, to also share again your contact information where we can reach out to you in turn, just your social media and your your website. Uh, that would be my pleasure. Again, it's uh, so Twitter will be the best uh, way to do so. And it's at Lior Degani, uh, L-I-O-R-D-E-G-A-N-I. And I'm super happy to, to participate. And thank you so much for having me. You you can you, you can definitely check similarweb.com um, and 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 check out uh, what what we do. Me personally, I write I write on Medium occasionally, uh, so you can find me on Medium. Uh, some of the stuff that we covered, I I was important for me enough to write about uh, from from my learnings and failures. So it's it's all there again. So medium.com uh, slash leodegani is 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 where I sometimes. Uh, post some of some of my of my thoughts uh, and similarweb.com yeah is, is the, the company website and you should check it out definitely Leor you have been an amazing guest I know that our community of peak performers were intrigued as they listened to you and I'm sure there are learnings that they took away so thank you so much for being on the Entrepreneurial You today that was my pleasure thank you so much that's it my peak performers we have in fact come to the end of another great show Thank you so much for listening from all over the world. We have Peak Performer community members in Japan, India, the Netherlands, so many islands in the Caribbean, including Jamaica, where I'm from, the United States of America, and so many, many more. I know I shouldn't have started to call names because there you are thinking, how come she's not calling my country? Just know that I love and appreciate you, okay? If you've been enjoying this podcast, please give me some more love by subscribing and rating, reviewing and downloading the episodes in iTunes. It really means a lot when you do that. Or you may just leave a comment on the show notes page on hennikawatkisporter.com. You see, the beauty of doing this podcast is that in addition to speaking with some amazing guests and connecting with you, my awesome peak performance community, 
I also get to become affiliated with some excellent products and services. For example, HostGator, they host my website and they have some great deals going on if you're looking for web solution. If you click on the link on my homepage, you can get to take advantage of these deals as well. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast, you know, you've been hearing me podcast and you have no doubt follow several other podcasts and you have an interest in starting your own, then certainly check out Blueberry. They have a hosting promo going on. All you need to do is click on the link on my homepage, henikawatkisporter.com and enter the promo code TheEntropU. T-H-E-E-N-T-R-E-P-Y-O-U. Be sure as well to check out the resources tab on my website for books and other useful resources that I personally use and recommend. I would not share something with you uh, and recommend as a resource if I've not used it myself and can attest to the impact that it will make and it has made on me and I know it will make on you as well. And did you know that I'm the founder of a clothing line? Yes, yes, yes. My very first business, Pato Apparel. If you want to check out some amazing Jamaican t-shirts and other clothing, then of course, head over to patoapparel.com. That's P-A-T-W-A-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. Patoapparel.com. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?